Welcome back to my podcast. If we've never met before, my name is Shannon Western. I'm a nutritionist and therapist, and I specialize in helping people with disordered eating heal their relationship to food so that they can be free and happy with food and actually get on with important things in life. I am joined by a little mocktail. This is like a coconut water and orange juice. Um, We can call them like a mineral mocktail. That's a term that I've seen thrown around, but ultimately it's just a juice, right? So that's what I'm joined by today. And the episode today is going to be all about five reasons why you're obsessed with food. And it'll also give you some strategies to stop being so obsessed with food. So is food always in the back of your mind? Are you always thinking about your next meal? Are you always thinking, what am I going to eat next? Even when you're already eating something? If so, you might be experiencing food obsession. So what I mean by food obsession is going to differ maybe with what you think food obsession is. But ultimately, I think food obsession is thinking about food basically more than you might want to or what is considered normal. But I mean, how often is normal to think about food, right? So, I mean, it depends on like your job and things. If you're like a chef or someone who works with food, obviously it's going to be different, but I would say it's quite normal to think about food maybe 10 to 15% of the time and probably only thinking about food maybe when you're hungry, planning on what you're going to eat or maybe when you see like an advert to do with food, something like that, right? Or like when you see food. What really isn't normal is thinking about food basically most of the day you know, waking up, thinking about what you're going to eat that day, planning out what you're going to eat that day, um, counting calories in your brain the whole day, counting calories at the end of the day. And the thing is, it's not your fault that you can't stop thinking about food because we literally live in a world that's designed to make you think about food all the time. And I do not mean that in a sort of um, conspiracy theorist, the food industry is out to get us kind of way. I mean that in the sense that our world is designed for you to want to restrict food. As in, we live in a culture that's pretty obsessed with body ideals and one that equates health to weight, right? And also, we, I think because of that, we also like, have a culture that's also like obsessed with food but also hates it seemingly at the same time so for example on social media one of the most popular um one of the most like popular what what word am I thinking about post types (laughs) post types is like food photos and what I eat in a day content or food swap photos or something like that or recipe photos But we live in a world that apparently doesn't really like food too much. So it's a bit confusing, right? So anywho, all of this is just to say that it makes sense that you're feeling obsessed with food and you're definitely not alone. Most of my clients, actually like probably all of my clients, apart from maybe 1%, are pretty much self-confessed food obsessors. 
and you can be obsessed with food no matter your disordered eating type so you can be someone who restricts you can be someone who binge eats, binge eats purges um, diets eats healthy you can be any type of disordered eating presentation and be obsessed with food it's not just like if you're a binge eater or something so anywho let's dive into five reasons why you're always thinking about food but before we dive in maybe you can think of a few reasons why you're obsessed with food and I'll have a little drink okay so the first reason that I always think of is like if you're trying really hard not to eat certain foods you're definitely going to be obsessed with them I know that that makes sense to you but you might think oh like you don't really get it or something like I need to not eat those but ultimately labeling food as good or bad healthy or unhealthy I eat this or I don't eat this that ultimately creates a restrictive mindset and you might disagree with me and say it's not restriction it's um truly what I want to do or it's just healthy for me to not eat that food or it's just a preference fine but then you wouldn't be obsessed with that food right so viewing food as a binary as in yes no healthy unhealthy I eat this or I don't eat this really sets you up for a restrictive and also like a reactive mindset with that food it makes food stressful it makes it a source of fear worry or it makes it a source of guilt and it also means that when you do eat that food you probably can't stop thinking about it from guilt or you can't stop eating it and it's kind of like floodgates have opened right and the thing is is like I said it's not your fault and it's like really normal to label foods as good bad unhealthy healthy and so the, th the thing that I would do to overcome this is to start to notice when you do label foods. And even if it's just like, even if it's not like this kind of major, like good, bad thing, maybe even if it's just like, oh, like this is a food I eat on the weekends. or this is a food I eat when I'm feeling low or when I'm feeling sad, right? Just like notice really how you're labeling food, even if it's like really subtle start to listen to your body cues as well so sometimes the food that we think is off limits is actually a food that we could really enjoy and also ask yourself like why do you think that food is bad who told you this and actually notice what happens in your body when you eat that food sometimes you could be having a lot of obsession with food because it might be a food that you used to really enjoy or a food that you could enjoy but you just don't let yourself have it so yeah, I think that if that's going on, try a couple of those things and see if they work. Uh, number two that you could be obsessed with food is that you just ultimately aren't taking care of yourself enough. And I say that in a really non-judgmental tone because it can be really hard to take care of yourself enough, right? Because if you're feeling um, already like really struggling with food or really struggling with your body, it's kind of like a never-ending cycle, right? So this might be, you know, of course, taking time to engage in self-care or it might be engaging in comfort or engaging in something that's soothing. And to do this, I would 
check in with yourself and think if you are taking care of yourself physically, emotionally and mentally. So those are the kind of three main categories for self-care that I think of. So physical self-care would be like going to bed at a reasonable time and having enough sleep and having, you know, good sleep hygiene for you. It might be eating three meals and three snacks a day. It might be drinking enough water or like I am with my mineral cocktail, um, focusing on some sort of hydration, right? So um, I won't go too much into that, what that means today, but like, it might just be like little ways that you can kind of practice uh, self-care routines and maybe we all hate this word, but wellness sort of activities in a way that actually isn't obsessive and a way that actually makes sense to you. And a way that I do that is with e.g. mineral cocktails. Um, So something like that, right? And then emotional self-care would be maybe engaging in hobbies or engaging in uh, time with friends or time alone. It might be using a distraction tool or a coping skill when you are feeling really overwhelmed with food. Uh, I do have a free distraction guide, so I'll pop that in the show notes. It's a list of, um, I think it's like 30 ways that you can distract or soothe yourself without using food. And I really like that. So download that if you like. And mental self-care really is both of those things, but it might be engaging in therapy or one-to-one help for your disordered eating. Um, So yeah, I mean, one of the major ways that I see people feeling really obsessed with food is when they just don't take care of themselves enough and it kind of sets them up to feel really depleted and the brain also like craves food for safety and security because um that's kind of our baseline of um our survival needs right so and add on that if you're engaging in any of these other things that we're going to talk about today it kind of um mounts that up right it makes it really intense so I would practice engaging more in self-care. All right, number three, this is gonna be quite a quick one because you're probably expecting it too. Uh, Number three is you're really trying to push off eating as long as possible. I know that I used to be guilty of this. I used to try and not eat breakfast or just eat like a banana for breakfast. And then it would get to 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. and I would be absolutely ravenous. And I also used to wonder why I was such an a-hole and turns out I was just starving all day long. And then I'd also wonder why I went home and binged at the end of the day. And of course I did. And of course I was obsessed with food because I just simply wasn't eating enough. And maybe I was eating enough overall in the day, but it was all towards the end of the day. And that has an impact on blood sugars both in the sense that not eating enough is going to leave you feeling really tired, irritable, hungry, of course, and just ultimately really like um, anxious and miserable. And also having all of your food at the end of the day, and usually not in a very um, mindful, happy, or kind of health aligned way, is also going to be affecting your blood sugars. By not eating breakfast or pushing off lunch, or just pushing back meals in general, it's really increasing the cortisol in your body, which is the stress hormone. And this ultimately means that you're you're gonna be like obsessed with food, okay? So if this is something that you're doing, so if you're not eating breakfast or you're eating breakfast, but not really, 
or you're trying to kind of push off eating as long as possible, start eating every three to four hours. So it would be like breakfast, let's say it's 7 a.m., 8 a.m., snack, lunch, snack, dinner. And you might find that in the beginning of doing this, you're kind of more obsessed with food. That's really normal. Just continue with it and, and it will pass. Okay, number four. Uh, this one's also really obvious, but you're on a diet or you're trying to be healthy. Dieting isn't just counting calories, being on a kind of set plan like Weight Watchers or um, a keto diet or something like that. It can also just be saying like, I'm just going to be healthy, right? Like dieting in the kind of traditional sense, it's like, in the 1960s, like writing down everything you ate and following a kind of plan made up by someone. It's not as the in thing anymore. So most people are just like trying to be healthy or cutting out sugar or not like eating certain foods, right? It's kind of changed. And just like how I've spoken about wellness with like some of the things that you can do, like, um, I keep talking about I keep talking about mineral mocktails today but it's just because I'm really into them like like for example like that's a wellness trend right but if you engage in these wellness trends all the time you are ultimately dieting right you're still restriction it's coming from a place of probably wanting to change your body in some way so it's ultimately um a sheep it's a wolf dressed up as a sheep right it's still ultimately restriction and you're ultimately still taking stuff away from your body and you're still in that kind of diet mentality no matter what you call it right and so this diet mentality really does just make you obsessed with food and really makes you focus on what you eat so if that's happening with you I would recommend on if you want to you know, you don't need to, but maybe reflecting on actually what it is you want from dieting or trying to change your body and think about what that's given you so far. I have a worksheet that's about um, how dieting and restriction has impacted you. And I'll pop that in the show notes or in the um, description of this video. And really just thinking about how that's impacted you. So the physical, mental health effects and really if it's ever given you what you wanted. And if it's never given you what you wanted, I'd recommend checking out the Intuitive Eating Framework. There's a really good book by Evelyn Tribbley and Elise Resch. It's the OG Intuitive Eating book from the creators. And I'd really recommend starting there to move away from dieting and start to heal your relationship to food which ultimately will make you less obsessed with food. Okay, number five. This is a really common one, and it's really a big reason I see with my one-to-one -one clients. And it's it's really for people who are binge eating or overeating. I really, I really don't want to be like a broken record about restriction leading to obsession, but I will because cutting calories or cutting out foods or hyperfixating on foods ultimately puts your body into starvation mode. I won't go into exactly what that means, 
but it basically sets you up to be in this like binge cycle that leads to restriction and we know by research and you know yourself what happens when you restrict you become obsessed with food that's why you're listening to this podcast and then because of restriction and food obsession you eventually end up eating an off-limits food or binging and that causes more restriction right you need to ultimately get off of this cycle because trying to compensate binging or overeating or eating an off-limits food by jumping back on a cycle of restriction is is ultimately just keeping you stuck in it. You need to break the cycle. And to do that, it's not really about stopping the binging or the guilt. It's really about stopping the restriction. And I know that you probably want to stop the binging or the overeating or the guilt most of all, but the thing is, is, is like for, from your body's POV, that's serving a function, right? You're, you're binging or overeating or eating certain foods, basically through a survival mechanism, right? Because your body doesn't want to be hungry. It doesn't want to lose weight. Your body is like making you survive basically. So you really need to like stop the restriction before you can do that. And again, I would do one-to-one support with someone like me, or I would read the intuitive eating book. I think that's always a great place to go to. Okay, so in summary, the five reasons why you might be constantly thinking about food are you're trying to, you're trying really hard to eat as healthy as you can, which means you just aren't eating enough food or you're not eating enough of certain food groups. Number two, you just aren't really able or you're not taking care of yourself fully you're struggling to maybe find the time the energy or the commitment to take care of yourself number three you're pushing back or skipping breakfast or you're pushing back lunch or you're restricting foods in general number four you're on some sort of diet or wellness plan or something that means that you're not eating enough of your favorite foods or you're not eating enough foods in general And number five, you're struggling in some way with binging or overeating, which means that you're making restriction a kind of big focus to your brain, which means that you're ultimately going to be more obsessed with food. I know that food obsession is like really frustrating and I know that you feel like you're stuck in a cycle, but I swear you can definitely break free. And I think that you could surprise yourself by implementing some of the things I've spoken about in this episode I think that you could like start to break free and make it a little bit better so I really hope that this was helpful if you have any questions you can always get in touch with me my email is in the show notes and I really welcome if you have questions or you have comments or can you explain this a bit more just get in touch with me or on YouTube you can leave a comment below and if you want to work together please get in touch with me because I love working with new people It's my fave. So, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.